Grey Friars episode. <laughs> Kirkyard. We like a good Kirkyard. Mm. Mm-hmm. Got that bloody mm-hmm. mac. Got that bloody ew. Got that bloody mm-hmm. mac. Got that bloody, bloody mac. mac. <laughs> bloody mac. <laughs> oh my okay. god, I love that. For this week's episode, we are drinking um, apricot blondes, and it is brewed by Dry Dock Brewing Company, located in Colorado. It is a blonde ale brewed with apricot puree, and it's really fucking good. I think it's really good. Lindsay hates it. Yeah, it tastes like throw up to me. You look like throw up. I know. I'm just kidding. You're beautiful, Lindsay Ann. Don't <laughs> ever let no bitch tell you different. Okay. Even if it's me. <laughs> Anyways. All right. So, uh. How do you even say that? It's Greyfriars Kirkyard oh. and the Edinburgh Vaults. Actually, I kind of like this one a lot because for some reason I just kind of came across it. I was listening to this podcast and they were like, Greyfriars Kirkyard. And I was like, this is interesting. This is actually pretty cool. And then I kind of get got into it more and I was like, you know what? Edinburgh, Scotland is really fucking haunted. Bitch, stop making that face. I'm sorry, I can't help it. It's delicious. Enjoy it. It's craft beer. I'm just trying to enlighten Brit- uh, Brittany. Who the hell is Brittany? Who the hell is Brittany? Are you fucking cheating? <laughs> Who the fuck is Brittany? It's the ghost in here making you say her name, obviously. Mm-mm. That was, uh, what's his name? Jerry. Oh. Jerry's making me say it. Good old Jerry. Good old Jerry. Um, okay. It's like, what's up? So this week's episode, like I was saying, is Greyfriars Kirkyard and Edinburgh Volts. I think this is episode, uh, say mine and Sarah's was the 31, and then the last one that we had was 32, so this is episode 33! Episode 33, man. My name is Sarah. My name is Lindsay. And this is... Ghost of Emias! We are a podcast about all things paranormal. <laughs> Ghosty ghosts. Ghosty ghosts because we're some fucking spooky bitches. So. I love that. Anyways, are you ready for this? I'm ready to are you hear ready about for this the Grey Fire, Grey Friars. Grey Friars. Grey Friars, Kirkyard. Grey Friars, Kirkyard. Kirkyard? Kirkyard. Skirt, Whoops. Okay. All right, so uh, you ready for a setting of the scene? Set that scene, girl. Set that scene. Let's hear it. Okay. The only sound you can hear in this dead silence are the rapid beats of your own heart. The vault is empty. You're the only one here. The only one alive. Suddenly, you hear footsteps. Large, heavy footsteps from a boot. You can barely breathe in these tunnels in these small rooms that once housed the unwanted and corpses. 
The footsteps get closer as you walk faster and further into the dark void. He's not going to get you. You won't allow it. You start to feel the tugging on your clothes like a small child, guiding you away, or perhaps towards that evil, menacing presence. 120 rooms you have to get through to safety, to the real world. But he's got you cornered. You can hear his labored breathing and smell his breath, the stench of death. With one long breath, you hear, Get out! Oh. <laughs> Edinburgh, Scotland is 4,659 miles from Texas. Did I scare you? Good demon roar. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Edinburgh, Scotland is 4,659 miles from Texas. It would take 11 hours to get from here to there, but somehow from that far away, the town still managed to give me the major fucking creeps. Founded in 1130, Edinburgh is one of Scotland's earliest boroughs and is the home to some very haunted places. No shit. Uh, so this week's episode, Lindsay and I are going back across the pond and learning about Greyfriars Kirkyard in Edinburgh's vaults. So turn down the lights, Lindsay, because we're about to get historically spooky! Bitch! <laughs> I finally got you, goddammit. Finally. It took forever. Alright, so like I said, uh, we already have the lights off. And the, the candles are lit, so we are especially ready for the spookiness. You ready? Let's go. Wasn't that setting on the scene kind of scary? He said, let me in, bitch. He's like, let me in. I bet let me can, in. I bet you can hear him on the recorder. Yeah. Okay, sorry, guys. August is being a little biatch. Sorry I about that. I your stories. Because he's the de- the devil, and he's like, yeah, I was there when that made. Don't talk about his angel self like that. His angel self, his baby angel self. So the Greyfriars Kirkyard is a graveyard that surrounds Greyfriars Kirk, which What's Kirk, Kirk means church Ooh. in Scotland. Uh, and I literally put that in there. I guess first things first is what is a Kirkyard? A Kirkyard is a churchyard. Uh, Scottish people obviously have a very different way of saying things than we do. Uh, this churchyard is located in Edinburgh, Scotland, on the southern end of Old Town. So Greyfriars Kirk Church takes its name from the Franciscan um, Friary, which friars are the ones who wear the habits, you know? You don't know? That's a habit. It's like a hood. It's like a... Oh, okay. Like, yeah. I don't know how to start Okay. Okay, so um, they were here in Edinburgh until 1560, which is where the graveyard is located now. So the churchyard itself was founded in 1562 and is well known for its monuments of the dead and the headstones. If you look at some of the burials today, you will see metal grills that cover the graves. In the 1800s, the University of Edinburgh Medical Studies program flourished causing an underground trade in stolen corpses. Hmm. Uh, Body snatching became a pandemic, so in order to stop their dead loved ones from being snatched up, uh, families would box the graves in with iron cages called mort safes that ran deep into the ground. So you're basically like caged in in the afterlife. That's creepy. Mm. 
Yeah, either that or like you're going to get dug up and they're going to take you to some medical school and the kids are going to be like, oh, look at this guy. You want to be a cadaver? Would you? Yeah. I mean, I'm donating my, my body. My body is Sexy. donezo Sexy. when I'm not using it. <laughs> so uh. why not? Well, I'm giving my organs away. Me too. I'm a donor. But I don't think I would feel comfortable with somebody like cutting up my my body. Chichis. Yeah, they're gonna be making fun of me and shit. Look at the chichi. They're lopsided. <laughs> Shut <laughs> that up. Uh, dumb. That's. I mean, even in the afterlife, I'm gonna be like, oh my god, no. Oh my god. No. Shut up. All right. So, <laughs> uh, okay, so, but not only is it known for the graveyard, it is also known as a prison, right? The hell? So the Kirkyard is important in Scottish history due to the fact that it played a big role with the covenanting movement. Uh, the covenanting movement began with the signing of the National Covenant, which was signed in Greyfriars Kirkyard in February 2nd, 1638. So a little bit of background, the Covenanters were people who were opposed to Scotland's king at the time. The Scots were Presbyterian worshippers, and the king that came up, he wanted to incorporate Catholicism into the church. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of Scotland hated that because they wanted to keep both their religion and their politics the same, so they began the Covenanting movement. Hmm. So the Covenanters... Covenanters were subsequently defeated in 1679 at Brothwell Brig, and about 1,200 Covenanters were imprisoned in a field to the south of the churchyard. In the 18th century, part of this field was joined in with the churchyard and became vaulted tombs, which became known as the Covenanters Prison. The area where the prison was built was conveniently enclosed by two walls, called the Flodden Walls, and then the other side by a wall to George Harriet's school. So then the fourth wall was open towards the churchyard and was guarded by an easily patrolled picket fence. So it was it was pretty much... Hmm. It was very secure where they were. It was like backed into a corner pretty much. Yeah. And then you have the opening open, and it was just covered by a fence so that it was easily patrolled. Um, hmm. Right. So, conditions at the prison were so brutal that only 257 came out alive after four months of incarceration. Out of 1,257? Out of 1,200 people, 257 came out alive. (gasps) After four months. So, there were dead bodies in there with them. Oh, that's fucking horrible. So, though there were a number of them... Okay, so... Out of the 257, there were a couple of more that actually had claimed fealty to the throne Mm -hmm. and they were, you know, pardoned or whatever. So the area was closed off during the 1990s by the city of Edinburgh because um, of vandalism and drug dealing in the area. So you can only visit the churchyard now during the tours that are provided. Okay, it's not open to the public. You can only do it during a certain amount of time. So, there's this guy named Bloody Mackenzie. 
So the Greyfriars' most notorious entity was a man by the name of George McKenzie, or Bloody McKenzie. And they spell bloody, B-L-U-I-D-Y. Bloody. Bloody. Uh, Mackenzie was known in his lifetime as a ruthless prosecutor of the Scottish Covenanters and gave them very brutal punishments. In death, he is known as the most aggressive and active spirit in the Kirkyard and is also known only as Mackenzie's Poltergeist. This dude is legitly fucked. He's an asshole. In life and after life. Yeah. So, in 1879, a famed Scottish poet by the name of Robert Louis Stevenson had this to say about Mac in his book. When a man's soul is certainly in hell, his body was scarce lie quiet in a tomb, however costly. Sometime or other, the door must be opened, and the reprobate come forth in the abhorred garments of the grave. So, even after death, people had a whole bunch of shit to say about this guy. So, basically, he's just saying, like... I mean, a man like this is definitely in hell and that he's not going to have a good forever after. Yeah. Like, he's not going to live peacefully in the afterlife. Dude, that's one thing I'm fucking terrified of. Like, hell. Hell? Hell, dude. You get tormented. Do you think you're going to hell? If I don't get right with God, yeah. Bitch, you right with God. I feel like I have a relationship with him, and I, but I don't pray every day. I don't have a great relationship with him. That don't mean nothing. I sin every day. Everybody sins, Lindsay Ann. Even the most Catholic, even the most... I know. Whatever person, they sin. Okay? I'm no one is like, perfect. Ugh. Because there's certain levels of hell. I don't know. I don't think my torment, torment, torments would be that bad if I did go. But you know who's going to hell? Who? Well, you know who's in hell? Who? Hitler. Oh yeah. So I think if Hitler can go to hell, you're not going to go to hell. You don't deserve to be in that same area. If you murder yeah. somebody, you're going to go to hell. Oh, yeah. If you rape children or you rape at all, you're going to hell. Do you believe that when you kill yourself, you automatically go to hell? I know some very beautiful people who took their life. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to think that they would end up in hell. Yeah. But that's but like... That's like that's, that's Catholicism, though. Yeah. That's Catholicism. Yeah. That's what they think. I don't that's think. true. I don't think that. I don't think that. All right. Mm-hmm. So, fun fact. The locked doors to Mackenzie's final resting place on the, is called the Black Mausoleum. Mausoleum. That's where he's mm-hmm. buried. Not buried. He's actually in a tomb. Um, they have a nice little welcoming sign overhead which read, <laughs> Bloody Mackenzie, come out, come out, if ye dare lift the snake and draw the bar. The hell does that mean? Um, that sounds to me like you're calling homeboy out, and I'm definitely not into that shit. I don't know. Doesn't that sound like you're calling him out? Like you're telling him to come out. Come Go deep out country. if you dare. Come out if you dare. Lift what? Lift the snake and draw the bar. You like that? You like my Scottish Ooh. accent? Ooh. <laughs> sound exotic. Shut up. <laughs> Sarah's gonna... Don't do that. <laughs> Sarah's gonna come barging in here. What are you doing? 
All right, so Max Spirit was said to be released in 1999 when an unsuspecting homeless man looking for a spot to sleep broke into Max's final resting place, the Black Mausoleum. When he tried breaking into Max's casket, he stepped backwards and into an old pit containing the rotting remains of plague victims from centuries earlier. He ran screaming from the Black Mausoleum. Fucking scared. Fuck yeah, dude. I would not dare mess with him. But apparently he disturbed that guy's grave. And that's what set him off. So visitors on nighttime tours have reported mysterious happenings. Many visitors emerge from inside the prison and mausoleum with um, bruises, burns, scratches, and even broken bones. Damn. In 2006, the Scotsman curate stated that there had been 450 documented attacks. 140 people who had collapsed and a suspicion that Mac had been responsible for at least one death. There had been two failed attempts at exorcism at Greyfriars. A medium by the name of Colin Grant, who was part of one of these attempts, had told people that Mac's ghost would kill him. A few days later, later during a seance, Colin died from a heart attack. Coincidence? I think Mm-mm. fucking not! No, he, he got killed by that goddamn poltergeist. Killed. Um, so most recently in 2004, a duo of teenagers broke into the tomb and removed a number of unidentified remains, even beheading one corpse and using the skull as a hand puppet. Mm. (laughs) No. That's really fucked up. That's really fucked up. That's almost as bad as using somebody's remains as a fucking restroom sign. I would not dare. Yeah, you (laughs) dummy. Uh, that's really fucked up. All right, so they were found and tried under the centuries-old grave robbing law described as violation of sepulture. I actually had to look that up, and it basically means you're disturbing a grave. Um, Since then, people blame the restlessness of the spirits on the stupidity of the two kids and them pissing off old Bloody Mac. So the tour company, City of the Dead Ghost Walk, uh, they have ex- exclusivity to the graveyard, mm-hmm. and they give fair warning to anyone that buys tickets for the tour. Uh, and I quote, the McKinsey poltergeist can cause genuine physical and mental distress. Join the tour at your own risk. Mm-hmm. Would you do it? Fuck no. Dude, I would do it. I would do it. Oh, I would do it. Hell no. Mm, well, that's like uh, going, okay, I probably would. We went because to I the- want to go to the Las Vegas Museum. And I could imagine, I bet the feeling is ugly. I have I have a story to tell you about that. Are okay. you finished with this? Yeah. Damn. Do you want some mm-hmm. more? Yeah. You do? You like that? No. <laughs> but I want to get drunk. I want to get buzzed a little bit. Reach for the Ew, I'm sorry. What is the matter with you? It's a bitch. Can you tell I did not brush my hair? Feel this shit. Ew. Dude, I did not. No, thank you. It's a weave. Bird's nest? Where? On my head. That's where. Thank you, ma'am. Cheers. Mm. Oh. It's good shit. (gasps) It's good. It's refreshing after a while. Turn the lights. 
I don't know the words, but we're singing. We got the flow going. Fucking we're gonna get this shit started. Oh, okay. Greyfriar is Bobby. Sounds weird, right? Mm. Okay, but not okay. So, but not every spirit that is here at the graveyard is hell bent on scaring and hurting visitors. There is a little sky terrier, which is a type of dog, by the name of Bobby. Um, he's become really, uh, really well known in the 19th century for spending 14 years guarding the grave of his owner. What kind of? What is a sky terrier? It's just a little terrier. You know what a little terrier looks like? Yeah. Yeah. But a sky terrier. I don't know what specific, <laughs> the fuck those look like. I just know it looks like a terrier. So anyway, okay. so Bobby belonged to a man by the name of John Gray who worked for the Edinburgh City Police as a night watchman. Mm-hmm. So when John Gray died, he was buried in the kirkyard. Bobby spent the rest of his life sitting at the grave of his master until he, until he died in 1872. That's loyalty. Oh my god, that's the fucking sweetest. So after his death, he was laid to rest just inside of the gate and not too far from his beloved master. They better... Damn. When I die... That's like your computer vibes. <laughs> what? <laughs> your computer shit out. It waited for it me waited to, buy, for a to buy a new one. computer and then it gave away his life. Yeah. Yeah, but fuck that computer because it has all of my stuff <laughs> in it still. Mom, I couldn't carry on. I'm sorry. I couldn't do it anymore. I held out so long. Damn. Uh, so Bobby was so loved and left a lasting impression on one man. The man had a water fountain built with a small replica statue of Bobby on top. It's said that some people can hear a dog barking in the churchyard, but there is no dog in sight. Bobby is also said to look after the churchyard. If someone comes in with ill will, Bobby is said to chase after them, barking and snarling. Sounds to me like Bobby is a good-ass pupper doing his puppy duty yeah. still. You know, that would be my chetty. My chetty would do some shit like that. He'd be taking care of us. I love him. Listen. He's so cute. When August dies, I'm going to get him... Um, Cremated. No. Oh. He's going to be stuffed. And I'm going to put him up in this room. <clears throat> because I don't think I could ever part with that son of a bitch. And when I die... I would literally go pet him every time I walk in here. And put, him I'm going to put him in that little... The way that he loves to light, like lay... Which is like, you know, kind of like laid up and his little tum-tum out. <laughs> That's so <okay. laughs> I'm going to make myself cry. Yeah. And then, like, and, when, and then when I die, he's going to be at my feet. Aww. Like he always is, that stupid bitch. I love that. Right? Look at me. I'm going to make myself all sad. That all is right. so cute. Another fun fact. And I say this. It's not really a fun fact to me because... Fuck Harry Potter. I don't like Harry Potter. What? <laughs> I don't like Harry Potter. The fuck? Everybody knows I don't like Harry Potter. I think it's stupid. It's a little witch boy who runs around with a goddamn wand throwing sticks at people. Wow. I'm going to get so much hate for that. Y'all don't come wow. at me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The audacity of this bitch. Harry Potter and the audacity. Harry Potter bitch. and the audacity of this bitch. <laughs> uh, okay. But anyways, this is really cool. J.K. Rowling first mm-hmm. scribbled the lines for Harry Potter in a little cafe just a few steps from the cemetery. 
Also, there's a 197-year-old headstone with the name Thomas Riddle, which many believe to be have inspired the birth name of Lord Voldemort. And there's several other headstones that have significant inspired names in hmm. the book. That's cool. Fuck Harry Potter. Wow, I can't believe you. Did you okay, did you I at hope least Lord watch, Voldemort kills his ass. Did you at least watch one whole episode? Episode? I mean, oh my god. Um, let me see. One child. Harry Potter and Sorcerer's Stone, Harry Potter and Chamber of Secrets. What's the third one? Harry know. Potter and the Audacity is a bitch. I I don't know. I think that's about as far as I got. Prisoner of Azkaban, maybe? Oh yeah, Prisoner of Azkaban. I definitely watched that one. No, no, was it? Actually, I think those are all I've watched too. <laughs> but they're really good. Yeah, I just okay. didn't. I don't know. Listen, Lord of the Rings has so much more. Lord of, of the story. Rings is good. Ha- has so much more of a story. It's like it's just so good, man. The scenery, the characters, the 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 storyline, the battle scenes. <laughs> They have a motherfucking golem. Like, I mean, bitch, I don't know. Anyways. So that's Greyfriars Kirkyard. Finishes. <laughs> oh, he's cute, actually. He's funky, but he's cute. <laughs> I would totally keep him as a pet. I think you can say, say that's your boyfriend. <laughs> bitch! That's my boyfriend. Okay. Yeah, I call you precious. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it! I will be his precious, literally. <laughs> oh, that's weird. That's funny. Alright, so while I was looking up Greyfriars Kirkyard, mm-hmm. I came across the Edinburgh Vaults. Okay. Which, I mean, I could not not go into detail about this because this place is crazy. It's fucking creepy as fuck, and it kind of gives me Paris Catacomb vibes because it's mm-hmm. like underneath the city okay all right okay so the edinburgh vaults or also called south bridge vaults are a series of chambers formed in the 19 arches of the south bridge in edinburgh scotland and it was completed in 1788 so edinburgh was a growing community in the late 18th century there were two bridges built to help with expansion which was the north bridge and the south bridge they were commonly known as the bridges Southbridge was a crossing from Old Town to Southside. Okay, so the Southbridge is a 19th arch viaduct, which a viaduct is a specific type of, bri- type of bridge that consists of a series of arches. Okay, so you Ooh. know a bridge, but there's, you know, the yeah. arches and stuff like that, okay, right? So today you can only see one arch, which is called the Cowgate Arch, and the other 18 arches are enclosed off later, Uh, to make more space for commercial buildings. So Hmm. the hidden arches were given extra floors to allow their use for industry, and the total number of rooms or quote-unquote vaults is 120 that are beneath the South Bridge. Okay? Okay. So for 30 years, the vaults were used for house taverns, workshops, and storage spaces, and they were only meant to be used for a short period of time. Construction on the bridge was rushed, so the surface was never sealed for water, and the vaults began to flood, which meant conditions of the vaults deteriorated, 
uh, because mm-hmm. it got really damp down there and they have like really poor air quality. So businesses are like, we're fucking out of here. This ain't this ain't good shit. Yeah. So they left in like 1820. Um, so once they left, the poor moved in and they started living in these vaults and they were making them houses. But then in like the 1860s, they left. Um, so the Industrial Revolution began and the Calgate area became Edinburgh's quote unquote slum. Yeah. Uh, slum dwellers turned the vaults into a red light district. Do you know what a red light district is? No. It's um prostitution. Oh. Mm-hmm. Really? So they were fucking in the vaults. Uh, so the vaults <clears throat> became Damn. slum houses for the city's poor because like the living conditions were horrendous. They were terrible. The rooms were cramped and dark. There was no sunlight. Uh, there was poorly circulated air. They had no running water and no sanitation. And the room could hold at least 10 or more family members. Like, that's how many people they squished in there. Damn. That's really fucked up, right? So, with slums, there be, there comes crime. So, criminals yeah. were running rampant, and the crime rate was incredibly high in the vaults. There were thefts, murderers, serial killers, and they all took refuge inside of the vault. So... Burke and Hare are infamous serial killers who sold corpses to uh, medical schools. Uh, they were said to have hunted for their victims in the Edinburgh vaults. And, but that's mostly just gossip, and no one is for certain that they ever did that in the vaults. They just yeah. kind of, you know, put two and two together. I mean, I could imagine that would happen. Dude, I'm telling that's you. That's like the perfect place to, that, okay. to do so. That gives me some, like, intense Paris Catacomb vibes, even though they didn't really do that, but they still kind of, like, somewhat did that. Mm -hmm. That's, like, the perfect place to do any kind of crime. That's really fucked up, but very true. All right, so currently, the north side of the Calgate Arch uh, forms a series of tunnels and vaults, which are strictly for ghost tours. And then the south side vaults are for a venue called The Cave and the Rowan Tree. Uh, they host weddings, private events, and the occasional nightclub. Areas within the cave are remains of what was Adam Square, which was uh, demolished to make way for the South Bridge. Uh, the original terracotta floor tiles, a hearthstone, and what remains of a fireplace was found in one of the rooms of the cave when it was, when it was ex- excavated. In another room, a well was found. So, I mean, there's still left over, like, to show, okay, this used to be yeah. something until they turned it into these vaults. So, that makes... Do you have dude, pictures of these vaults? Or you didn't look? I didn't look. But I bet you I, I could would find love them. to look at that. Like, I want to see what they look like. Okay, we can look them up. That'd okay. be pretty cool. All right, so, obviously, there's some paranormal shit going down in here. Fuck yeah. Uh, so, in the late 19th century, the vaults were closed off and filled with rubble, and for decades, the vaults sat empty. Until 1988, when a local man crawled through the narrow passageway in one of his buildings and rediscovered the rooms underneath the bridge. And with the rediscovery of the vaults came the discovery of the spiritual inhabitants that had been kept away from the living. So, witnesses uh-huh. claimed to feel cold gusts of air. They hear voices and see and sense an intangible, intangible presence. In 2009, BBC filmed a TV special featuring a well-known English actor by the name of Joe Schwash, who recorded unexplained voices during an overnight sleepover. 
which you can do in there. Uh, Swash was the only one in the vaults and didn't hear the voices at the time of the recording. The voices continued to be heard for 20 minutes before abruptly stopping after what appears to be the sound of yelling children. BBC sound engineers thought the sounds could be explained as being voices drifting into the tunnels from the nightclubs nearby, but this was not the case, and there is no logical explanation to be found. So there are some key spirits that roam the tunnels and vaults. First, and this one's my favorite, there's mm-hmm. a menacing presence known as, quote-unquote, Mr. Boots. Uh-huh. He, is known, he is described as an unkept man named for his tall boots. Mr. B lurks in the back section of the vault and hates the people who tour the vault so much that he has been known to push and throw rocks at visitors. Like, I'm getting really bad Whoa. goosebumps right now. Some claim to hear his echoing voice cursing through the chambers. Mr. B is believed to have murdered a woman and kept the body in his quote-unquote house inside the vaults. He allegedly gets angry or even attacks anyone who dares to sit in the spot where the body had been hidden. Mm. There are common reports of his presence are the sounds of his thick, heavy boots stepping slowly around visitors. Oh, no, no. Fuck that. So one woman accounts her experience with Mr. B. She told us, uh, so she's talking about somebody. Mm-hmm. She told us of the presence of a malevolent male ghost who was very strong. He told her to get out of the vaults. She had tried to reason with him, but he made a lunge at her, and she saw him very clearly. He said, get out, repeatedly. He was very territorial. So another spirit found in the vaults is a little bit different than Mr. B. They call him the aristocrat. He's described as a well-to-do gentleman with a tall black hat and a beard who is often seen leaning against the wall between the double high room and the tavern. His arms are folded. He watches and grins at people as they pass. What the fuck? So you can physically see these people. You can physically see these people. Except for Mr. Boots. You can't see Mr. Boots, but this guy, they actually see him. (laughs) (laughs) You're fucking scared me! God! Oh my God! I thought that was an eye looking at. Oh, dude! What the fuck? I just put my hand down. <laughs> Your face! Your face! You were scared as fuck. I'm scared. scared me. I'm sorry. I thought it was a boots getting <laughs> Oh my God! Oh my God! What Your the face! Fuck? <laughs> I love that. I'm crying. Oh, I hate you so much. I put my hand behind her chair and I touched her back and she fucking looked at me like, oh my dude, that shit was funny. Oh, I've never been so scared in my life. <laughs> I don't oh know what God. the fuck I was thinking. Okay. Oh. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> so the aristocrat. Is, <laughs> oh my god! My heart is beating so fast. <laughs> so the aristocrat's presence is known to be reportedly quite sinister, and um, yeah. <laughs> so then we have okay. So we got two asshole spirits, and then we also have two less negative spirits. There's the cobbler and the child. 
The cobbler is more a, of a happier spirit who can be found in the cobbler room. Um, he's believed to be a shoemaker from the late 18th century and is described as a short, stocky man wearing a long leather apron and a white shirt. He is known to smile at people as they pass and is genuinely felt as a positive presence. See, if I was there, I'd go straight to that fucking cobbler room and never leave. But then there's no point because you wouldn't explore anything else. No. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, okay, but last but not least, there's the child. Um, he's a small child who wanders through the vaults, aged at around six or seven. Uh, he's described as having a blonde, curly hair and is dressed in a smart blue suit mm-hmm. with knickerbocker trousers. Tour guys have given the child the name of Jack, and it's said that Jack is attracted to women and children who enter the vaults. He is known for holding hands and tugging on clothes. Mm. That makes me so fucking sad. That makes me so sad. That's scary. It's not scary. It's a little kid. It's a fucking spirit trying to hold your hand. I'd rather that than getting fucking pushed by Mr. Boots. Mr. Boots, he can push me Mr. Mr. Boots can suck the dick. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Girl. Oh, he's going to come all the way from fucking Edinburgh, Scotland. Anyways. All right. So you can take tours of both the Greyfriars Kirkyard and the Edinburgh Vaults through the City of the Dead website. Uh, You can either do both or just one. But personally, I would 100% do both. Dude, that that's freaking that's pretty cool. It is really really but cool. But everything that's happened down there, oh, I bet it manifested that, some ugly shit. You can have sleepovers in there, dude. Fuck that. <sighs> I'm surprised you didn't look this up. I did. Oh. I think I did see it, but I don't remember. <gasps> Bro, look how scary they are. Oh shit. That. Oh, Imagine hell walking no, through that, bro. dude. Imagine. That is really cool, though. That is really cool. That looks like Count Dracula's cave or some shit like that. Oh, imagine hearing somebody walk behind you. Ew. It's very pretty. It's pretty. Oh. That's creepy. What oh, look, here's hell the... No. Child, the cobbler, and the aristocrat. Hmm. Abraham Lincoln. Oh no. I think that's somebody standing there. That ain't no ghost. Mm-hmm. Wow, these are really cool. That'd be cool to go visit. Wow. The fuck is there room? That's just somebody you can see with. Oh, so Ghost Adventure's been there. Wow. So that. Would you go? Oh, 100%, yeah. For sure. I mean, look at this. This is so interesting, though. Like, okay, like, putting a haunted thing mm-hmm. to the side, this is really, this is so historically, it's so cool. Yeah. This happened, like, way before America was even thought. This was, you know, a wink in America's dad's eyes, you know? Anything that happens before 1600s, mm-hmm. I'm just like floored that it even occurred, you know, because yeah. that's just crazy to think, you know, because we were, we were founded in like the 1600s and, um, you know, just, and, and Edinburgh was founded in 1130, dude. Damn. Mm-mm. 
That's so, pretty cool, though. So that is my friend. That was interesting. You like that? Yeah. That was really fun. I like that. It's, it was really fun to look up. I really enjoyed look uh, like finding all these things, and it was just. I would definitely go to Scotland. I That'd told be... Sarah, like, I would be so down to go and travel to Scotland, Ireland. Yeah. Do all that kind of shit. Because I think it's really interesting to think about that. Anyways, and I love the way they... Yeah. I love their accents, too. Yeah. Mm. All okay, right. Okay, So that's our episode for today, guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for yeah. joining us. And listening to me get scared, legitimately scared from Lizzie. You, dude, you should have saw the fucking terror in your eyes. You look like you're fucking. I thought ass. I was gonna die. Look like your heart fell out of your ass. <laughs> dude, that was funny. I got scared, dude. This is funny. Anyways, <laughs> Lindsay, where can you find us at on Instagram? You can find us on Instagram at ghostdema. You can email us and at. You can email us at. Ghost dot ghost dot d e m y a s s at gmail.com. Period. 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 Anyways, that's today's episode, guys. Like I said, thank you for listening, and we will spook you later. Spook you later. Peace out, close go. Period. <laughs>